Good evening. Happy Thursday to everyone. I'm just blessed and grateful to God to be able to come back and sit with you all and discuss a couple of things. I hope that everyone has been well. Um, I have too. And we should just all give praise and thanks to the Most High God for being a keeper of us all. I thank you, Lord, right now in the precious and holy name of Jesus. Thank God for you all joining me um, on this evening. Well, I'm back again, you guys, with a, another great jewel. Took me some time to um, work on this one and to gather some information for you. And I'm hoping and praying that this will bless you all as much as it has blessed me. Well, the jewel tonight is trauma. It's trauma. And um, I think it's interesting. Um, I think at some point in all of our lives, um, either we have experienced um, trauma or we will. I'm just hoping that um, it will, you know, we can all move through it. And hopefully with the information that I have and through the word of God, y'all, we just cannot do anything um, without God. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into um, what I found out about trauma. So first of all, got my notes, y'all already know. Um, so I'll be glancing, because ain't no way in the world is wonder can remember all of this stuff. There's, hey, y'all already know. Live on. You'll see. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I'm going to um, define trauma. And what I have, it says that trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event like a car accident, rape or natural disaster um, could be the death of um, long, you know, a loved one could be something that happened um, during childhood. Um, it could be, it can range um, from many different um, areas in our life, right? And what this says is that immediately after the event, the shock, um, shock will come and sometimes denial, okay? Um, people go through um, shock and, you know, they can't speak, they're not coherent, they don't know where they are, they can't, you know, even fathom um, the event or, you know, the experience that's happened to them. That is um, 
shock. And then some people actually go into denial. You know, they deny the the entire event because their mind cannot process it. It's just that um, traumatic for them. They can't even, you know, bring themselves to imagine that something like this has happened. And it could also trigger and um, include unpredictable emotion, flat flashbacks, and um, it can also cause strain in other relationships. And it can also um, affect you physically. Um, some people get headaches when they're, you know, experiencing a lot of trauma and, you know, different things. Some people get just plain old sick on their stomach. You know, it affects people in um, different ways and it keeps you or me, us, uh, it keeps us from um, being able to move, you know, move forward, move on. Okay. Um, so that is what trauma is, okay? It's an emotional response to something um, terrible that's, that's happened, something that's, you know, bad. Um, emotional trauma is also the end result of events or experiences that leave us feeling deeply unsafe and often helpless, okay? And it can result from a single event or, or be a part of an ongoing experience that you may be having, such as, you know, chronic abuse or bullying or discrimination or, you know, even humiliation, okay? Um, so today, I wanted to... Sorry, y'all. Talk about emotional um, trauma, okay? Because that seems to be um, a lot. There seems to be a lot of people, um, including myself at one point, I can say, you know, I had a lot of emotional trauma. Didn't, you know, exactly know that that's, what I was dealing with, but, you know, <laughs> open a book, you know, start reading, you'll find out a whole lot of things. So what I, I the two um, types of trauma that I want to touch on tonight is um, that emotional trauma, okay, and physical trauma, because they seem to, you know, just be kind of um, prevalent, you know. Um, so what I wrote was um, emotional trauma can come from a variety of causes, including but not limited to relationships. Some relationships can traumatize you. Um, it depends on you know, a few things, what, what are you experiencing, you know, within 
their relationships? Is it is it healthy? Is it toxic? Yeah, relationships can um, definitely be um, a main cause of emotional trauma. And then there's also childhood. You know, some people are still stuck in things that have taken place or that may have happened to them, you know, during childhood. And I have um, something I wanted to say about that. In thinking about the um, childhood trauma, what I realized, you know, even in my own life, you know, I used to be so upset um, with my parents. Um, well, I used to be that, that, um, that's key. Now, my parents, um, on the 13th of March, they will have been married for 59 years. Woo, woo, congrats, mom and pop. Um, but they were not all good. 59 years. Um, for about 14 of those, they were separated. Now, all the rest of the time, they, you know, have remained together. But it's almost like during the first 14 years of my life, they were not together. And um, I, I, looking back now, I can see that I experienced um, a lot of emotional trauma due to um, the separation, um, bitterness from my mom, you know, um, for, you know, them not being together, for my dad, you know, because they could not or would not or it wasn't working or whatever caused me and my siblings to um, miss out on, you know, that family um, unit as a whole. So in turn, you know, I did not realize it at the time, but I had um, some emotional trauma as a result of them, you know, splitting up. And as a child, you don't know that's what you're dealing with, you know, um, had a lot of resentment toward my parents um, for doing that. Um, but in reading the word and praying and just living and having my own family, um, I do realize now and understand that people can only give you what they possess. And all of those things that I felt like I needed from my parents, they did not even receive from theirs. And so if if they did not receive it, it's going to be hard for them to relinquish that, you know, to raise us up in, in you know, in that era. For one, um, when I realized that I did not know it at the time, my kids tell me, mom, you really broke some generational curses um, because of the emotional trauma 
that I experienced with the separation of my parents, I did not uh, basically refuse to do that to my children because a lot of people do not realize. Um, most time when you have a family and there's a breakup or divorce or split up or whatever, the kids normally end up with the mom. But I'm going to tell you something. My own kids told me, and I have seven adult children. Um, they told me, well, actually eight. Um, they told me, Mom, that's, you know, all of this stuff, this is between you and Dad, not us. And don't ask us or don't try. You know how we can try to manipulate, you know, have kids want to pull them on your side. And no, they don't need to be um, agreeing with them. Number one, they should have never been involved in um, the argument, conversation or whatever it is. Cannot use kids to, to, um, buffer or to pull, you know, have someone on your side because what you're doing <laughs> in fact is traumatizing that kid uh, because they should not have to choose um, which parent. My kids told me just like we love you, we love our dad too. There is no difference for us. And I'm looking like he didn't care, y'all. Well, it doesn't make a difference. They're supposed to. It's our job as adults to keep kids out of, you know, your marriage or your relationship. They are children. That is too much. If you can't handle it, you need to go and talk to pastor or somebody. Believe them kids up out of it. Because I experienced trauma as a result of that. Um, and it was not good. Okay. So let's talk about a couple of these because um, what I um, pulled up was relationship trauma, childhood trauma, accidents, death um, of loved ones, Verbal abuse, you know, all of that stuff. That's emotional trauma. And let's talk about a couple of them. Now, this relationship trauma is the, there's a reason I'm sticking, um, you know, just kind of stuck a pin in this. And that is because it can be very damaging, whether it's verbal abuse, physical abuse, um, and signs that, let me give you some signs, signs that you're being verbally abused should be obvious, but for some people who don't really know and think that, oh, that's just the way, you know, they are, no, um, if your partner speaks to you in a derogatory way, you know, yelling, cursing, raising their voice, using loud tones, you know, when speaking to you, threatening you, or wants to dictate, you know, everything you do. This is abusive. 
company isn't something that's just going to go away. Um, perhaps you all need to think about counseling or speaking to your pastor about getting some help in dealing with these type of issues. And you have to understand and know it's not you. You you it's probably not even about you. You know, most studies show that when someone reacts um, in this way, um, they were more than likely exposed to this type of abuse in their own life. You know, maybe growing up um, as a kid. Anyway, it's unhealthy for you. And that's not something um, that you should get yourself or become involved in. Okay, so we will move on to the physical drama. Uh, I mean, trauma. <laughs> we don't want no drama. Physical trauma. Um, this is a serious injury to the body. The two main types of um, physical trauma are blunt force trauma, and that's when an object or force strikes the body, often, often resulting in concussions or deep cuts or broken bones, um, penetrating trauma. When an object pierces the skin or body, usually um, creating some type of open wound. Okay, this is when someone is physically causing injury or pain to your body. That's physical trauma. And this type of trauma is life-threatening and should never, ever be accepted. Some may have even um, become numb to it. Because in some cases, I've even heard women tell me, oh, I deserved it. Well, you know what? <laughs> no, 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 no. For no reason do you ever deserve to be physically abused or attacked in any way. It's unhealthy. Okay? So, um. We have to learn to release everything humbly so that God can help us, okay? That is that. And um, I have one other portion here. Um, there were some causes that I wanted to throw out to you all that could kind of um, let you know when someone is really being, you know, um, coming to you with um, trauma or, you know, experiencing trauma, because um, the first thing, um, it could be, they have to be, in my opinion, um, people who are in pain themselves. And I say that because Hurt people hurt other people. Y'all know that, okay? Another reason could be um, a perverted pursuit. And what that means is you have a perverted 
or the person has a perverted perspective for being around you or wanting to deal with you, they already know they're up to no good. That's that's what's called a perverted pursuit. You're going after someone with the sole intention of hurting them. And it's people out here just like that, y'all. Okay. Um, the third one is um, poor planning. Sometimes we go and we don't vet, we don't take the time to go through things and figure out, you know, what consequences will come um, based on decisions and choices that we can make. And sometimes that can cause trauma. When you look up and you figure out, oh my God, I done messed this up. I done, I, how did I get here? Poor planning, okay? It can leave you um, basically traumatized when, you know, you don't count the costs or you don't make the right decisions um, with things, okay? And another one, um, is I just touched on it uh, a few minutes ago, problematic parenting. Okay, like I said before, um, a lot of us, um, and me too, until God, um, you know, delivered me in my thinking about it, um, problematic parenting really was um, an issue. I'm telling you, I had real issues behind um, my parents, split, you know, splitting up, not raising us um, in, you know, the same house. Um, I just felt like, you know, why didn't y'all get yourself together, you know, before y'all even brought kids here. But having my own kids and understanding relationships a lot better now, sometimes it just it just doesn't work out that way. And when people say that kids suffer um, sometimes behind the parents, um, their decisions, that's true because I'm one of those kids now um, I understand now that it was really in our best interest for them to go ahead and separate. Um, but living it and being, you know, a child wanting my dad, you know, and mom to be together. Hey, um, I, even though I understand it now, I did not then, but that was emotionally traumatizing for me. Um, so the next one, um, sometimes you can become traumatized by what they call physical previews. And what that means is maybe as a child, you saw something or you saw um, someone else, you know, doing something inappropriate or you basically, you saw something you were too young to process and it traumatized you. That um, these are real, you know, 
real things that people go through on a daily um, basis. Um, another one, another thing that, that could uh, traumatize people is peer pressure. You know, just wanting to be like everyone else, not not be different, not be looked at um, like you're weird or you're strange or whatever. That can be really traumatizing to some people. And then there's persistent pushing. You know, when other people are always trying to get you, um, you know, to go beyond your, your boundaries, sometimes that can be really stressful, especially if you know that doing certain things and going certain places or dealing with certain individuals um, traumatize you or, get, you know, give you triggers. Yeah, there's a scripture um, in Romans, Romans 12 and 2, that kind of helps out with um, persistent pushing, how to deal with that um, type of trauma. Um, and then there's <laughs> preeminent purpose. And I had to pull this up because I know they were going to be like, what is Wanda talking about? Um, preeminent. Um, this means that um, God is first, okay, in everything. First in importance, first in honor, first in exaltation. Um, he's the head. He's the beginning of everything. And so what that means is preeminent means that it was already planned and purpose by God for us to go through certain things, no matter how we feel about it. As children of God, we should look for his preeminent purpose, expect it, welcome it, embrace it, because that means that he picked that particular event or situation just for you. And if he picked it, He's going to see you through it. He's going to bless you in it, around it, and through it. Trust me. Well, I have been reading, and I'm going to hurry up. Um, and I found this story by this guy who um, I actually um, gathered a lot of this information for, from. And um, I wanted to read to you all his story real, really quickly. Um, he says that personally, I have experienced generational trauma in my own life. And today I deal with depression and anxiety. This comes from a childhood that included drugs and domestic disputes. I remember the nights I laid in bed trembling because I knew what was going to happen when dad came home. The trauma I experienced has affected the way that I parent my children, interact with my husband, and develop friendships. It can do that, y'all. How you grew up, how your household was, it's going to affect every relationship you have, okay? So the history of mental illness in my immediate family has made me wonder if 
it has any effect on why I have been diagnosed with generalized depression and anxiety disorder. She says, my mother and father were separated most of my childhood and then divorced when I turned 18. I often say I wish they had divorced much sooner. Wow. Um, in, in her own marriage, she says, I tend to have mood swings and not communicate in a healthy way. Arguing was what I knew and how I thought relationships worked. The way my dad treated my mom and vice versa was all I knew about how two people who loved each other should treat each other. How many of y'all grew up like that? I know I was one of these kids. Okay. And there are just a few things I have had to overcome and learn how to do differently. And she ain't lying. Me too. Because child, ain't nobody with all of that drama. <laughs> ain't nobody with it. Okay. The decisions I've made in my life have been directly linked to the trauma of my childhood. I'm telling you, it's going to grow up in you. Okay. Today, I am thankful to have overcome some of it. Me too. But still struggle at times. Uh, what we can conclude at this point is that generational trauma is real. And we see it all around us in this 21st century. What we do know is any form of trauma can have a profound impact on a person. It can totally change the trajectory of one's life. Okay? We need God for trauma, for drama, for emotional abuse, physical abuse, all of it. We have to go to the creator and pray and God promise to come and see about us. Well, I'm hoping that this video sheds some light on um, the topic of trauma. Um, if you or someone you know is experiencing trauma, um, if you can, you know, just um, if you can give advice, um, just tell them to seek God, seek counseling, talk to someone about it, um, because some of this um, can be life-threatening. A lot of people don't even realize that they're experiencing trauma. And so it's our job as believers to try to assist or help our sisters and brothers become the healthiest versions of themselves, y'all. Okay, so that's going to do it for Miss Wanda today. You all, um, I'm sorry, continue to be blessed and I'll see you guys next time. Okay, good night.